I think this is the right subreddit for this. It only happened a couple days ago and I really feel like I want to tell people because I'm still scared. My husband works a rotating schedule, so sometimes he works the night shift and other times he works the days. Two days ago he started on his night shift rotation. I always feel uneasy at home when he's not here, even though I live in the country and it's supposed to be a lot safer out here. Around 9.30 Friday night I was doing my dishes. My daughter was watching TV and my dogs were sleeping. I had just turned off the sink and I heard the screen door open. It makes a swoosh kind of noise when it opens and closes. We have a little entryway between the screen door and the main door. A couple seconds after I hear the screen door, I saw the main door handle turn all the way down. It has an electric keyboard lock, so the handle turns even when it's locked. I feel so lucky that I remember to lock it. Immediately, the dogs start acting weird. They're running to all the windows trying to look out and growling and barking. As much as I didn't want to, I looked out the window and saw nothing. No person, no car, nothing. I picked up my daughter and took her to the bedroom and called 911. It only took a few minutes for the cops to get there because I guess they were already in the area. I told them what happened and they looked around briefly and told me that the wind opened the screen door and no one was out there. Whatever. I live in the woods. The person was probably standing 100 feet away watching them half-assed search. I haven't felt safe since. I've even started locking the screen door. It's not like the house looked empty. All the lights were on and the TV was playing a show. I can't even describe the deep down fear I felt when I saw the door handle turn. I'm glad the dogs are very vocal and scary sounding. I think it deterred the person from trying any harder to get in. I was backing up photos on my phone today and I found some which took place the day of the incident. I gave it some thought and decided why not share it here, being anonymous and all that. Maybe this can serve as a PSA of sorts. Always trust your gut feeling. Last year I was living by myself at the time before my partner and I moved in together. For some background, my partner used to work very hectic shifts. Sometimes he finished at 5 p.m., sometimes 6, and sometimes even 9. And he would let me know if he was dropping by that day, though he usually wouldn't be able to give me a time, but at least I knew he would be coming by. It was around 8 p.m., and I was upstairs in my bedroom, working on my embroidery project. I had AirPods on, so I wasn't too aware of what was going on around me. I remember feeling the bed rattle. My bedroom was right above the front door. So whenever someone closed the door, seeing that I was old and heavy, it always rattled my bed frame. This would usually indicate my partner has arrived. I didn't immediately go downstairs to greet him, as I really wanted to finish off the piece of embroidery that I was working on. It was about 5 minutes before I took out my airpods and proceeded to make my way out of my bedroom and onto the stair landing. I was about to call out for him when I realized he didn't leave his work jacket or work boots in the entry. He knew full well I don't like shoes, especially work boots, all over my carpet and floors. I assumed I must have imagined feeling my bed shake. I went back into my bedroom and was about to put my airpods back in when I distinctively heard a big crash coming from downstairs. It sounded like something heavy was dropped. I freaked out and called my boyfriend's name down from the bedroom doorway. I got no reply, but I sure as hell started hearing heavy footsteps pacing towards the entryway. My gut feeling was that something here was very wrong. I turned to grab my phone from the bed and bolted to the bathroom, which is the only room in this house that has a lock. I called the police as I started hearing those same heavy footsteps make their way up the stairs. I've never ever been scared of those creaking sounds coming from the stairs, but it was different then. At the time, it felt as if I never heard a scarier sound. As I was on the phone with the police, the only thing I could tell the lady on the phone was my address over and over again. I was more focused on how I was going to get out of there. I wasn't going to wait to see what would happen or who this person was, so I flung open the small bathroom window and feet first slid down onto the lower roof. My adrenaline was so high. I momentarily put my phone into my bra as I had no pockets and needed both hands. I just remember hearing the police dispatcher keep asking over and over again if I'm okay 
and what was happening. I didn't even have the time to tell her what I was doing. It felt as though my body had gone on autopilot. Once on the bottom roof, I lowered myself again, now onto the pavement. As I fell, right onto my knees no less, I got up and bolted it down the street. It was completely dark with it being mid-October. The dispatcher was still on the phone when I finally got on it again, and I told her while running that there was someone in my home and how I just jumped out the window to get away. I ran for what felt like forever until the lady on the phone said to focus on finding a shop where I could get into and wait for the police. I remembered my boyfriend and I told the lady I needed to call him. I made my way into the gas station by then and thought she wanted to keep me on the phone. I said I needed to make sure that my partner didn't go into my home and potentially risk running into the other person. I got in contact with my partner who had just finished up work. It was around 9pm by then and he was currently driving to my house. I told him what happened and instead he started heading to the shop where I was. I felt such relief when he got here. I remember taking a picture of my scratched up knees when I got into the car. For some reason I got very fixated on them. My partner called the police back for me as the shock was setting in then and he let them know he was with me. It took some time before the police finally arrived at my home. I was told my front door was left wide open, and in the living room, the side table had been knocked over. My house wasn't ransacked, but it did look as though someone had booked it out of there relatively quickly. Upstairs, my bedroom door was kicked in so hard that the frame itself was indented, though nothing was stolen. Once I looked over the place, I was called and told I could return. A call to the ambulance crew was called and they looked me over. They sorted out my knee and did some sort of assessment to see if I was okay mentally and told me to go see my doctor the next morning about my knees. Reports and statements were written up and I stayed with my boyfriend for two weeks after that. I had to hire someone to fix my doorframe along with having a security system installed as I don't think I would be able to return without it. They never found out who this man was. My neighbors had cameras and all we ever figured out about this person was that he was a man who just walked right into my home like it was his. No hesitation. My front door was unlocked as I was expecting my partner to arrive soon. I live in a very safe village and leaving the door unlocked is a common occurrence though I've never left it unlocked since. I still live here with my partner and two dogs now. The man has never been back, though we have quite obvious cameras around the property, along with a visible security company signage. This was easily the most terrifying experience I've ever had in my life. It's so hard to describe or tell to people. It's like I wasn't in control of my own body when this was happening. Autopilot went on, and all I knew is I had to get out of there. I live in a small, small town. You blink and you miss it. The best we can boast about is a single stop sign and a gas station which we only have because of a nearby highway. Any actual semblance of a town is 25 minutes away. So when things get scary out here, it amplified. The occasional homeless person is no big deal. They're often drifting through. Drug addicts run rampant and will steal everything they can from your house. However, what happened a few years ago certainly wasn't normal. Originally, I was dead asleep in my bed. I only woke up because it was burning hot in my room. But it was summertime and there's not much I could do. I just remember tossing and turning until I got a creepy feeling that fell in the pit of my stomach. I glanced over at the bathroom door and it was open with a light on. Everything was normal. I left the light on so I wouldn't trip and die if I had to go pee in the middle of the night. Next I glanced at the window directly across from my bed. I had no curtains but I did have a shitty set of blinds. Part of the blinds were broken from wear and tear and the crappy AC output beneath it would make the blinds move back and forth so you could get a glimpse outside every so often. The yard light was still on but what made me stop was the outline at my window. 
The figure of someone was directly at my window, almost like it was waiting for the blinds to move to watch me. I didn't have an imagination as a child that had been trained out of me, but the sight was enough to pour every horror film into my head at the moment. I squeezed my eyes shut and pulled a blanket over my head and slept in the cloth oven that night. By morning time, the figure was gone. I remember running to my mom's room on the verge of tears in the morning, telling her what happened. She laughed at me like I was an idiot and told me that it was probably a stray cat that had climbed up there for one odd reason or another. I almost believed her since the window was pretty high off the ground, but something didn't sit right. Later that day when we were doing yard work, I glanced at my window and saw one of our metal chairs had been pushed up to it. I pointed out to my mom, who proceeded to chew me out. That's how the cat probably got there, you moron. Stop leaving furniture everywhere. But I hadn't moved it. It was heavy enough that I struggled with it. So we move it back and so begins a pattern. At night, I'd see the figure, complain to my mom, and we would find the chair moved back every single morning. This went on for a few weeks. My mother stopped caring about my concerns until one morning when we saw the outside screen of my window had been sliced open. I still remember her shaking her head and complaining about those damn stray cats that we had still yet to see. I could tell she was unnerved by the development. I couldn't handle anymore and I opted to sleep in the living room that night. The only problem was the kitchen and the living room connected, which meant there were always several windows. The first night of my move went well despite my back hurting from the couch. I avoided my room like the plague. It wasn't until four days later that we ran into an issue. I woke up and glanced up at the clock above the fireplace. It read a little past 3am. I didn't realize why I had woken up until it happened again. There was a beam of light shining from the kitchen window, almost like someone was shining a flashlight in. I saw it trace along the walls and land on the love seat across from the couch I was on. I was mortified. When I told my mom, she continued to laugh at me. I gave in and decided I would sleep in my dad's room, even though they had a gigantic window. He slept in a recliner with a huge TV, so I felt more safe having someone around. The yard light was directly outside the window, and it always seemed foolproof. That's until I woke up out of fear and watched through the window across from the bed. Everything seemed normal as time drug on, and I felt like a moron. Maybe my mom was right. That was until I saw a long figure come out of the woods by my backyard shed, walk directly under the light, and head to the patio furniture, like he had been there plenty of times. I still remember the large build the man had, and the confidence like he was the one who lived there and wasn't creeping around my yard in the dead of the night. I just remember listening to the TV until I fell asleep again, hoping to get another glimpse. My dad would have been pissed if I woke him up. He was grumpy on a good day and terrifying on a bad. I didn't feel like risking it unless I had solid proof because I was scared. The next morning, my mom chewed me out again for leaving the patio furniture which was a routine almost a month later. But this time, something new happened. She demanded I stop playing in the toolbox of the garage. A bunch of tools had been taken out and left on our doorstep. Screwdrivers, a large hammer, flashlights, etc. It wasn't me. I begged and pleaded with my mom just to stay with me one night. We couldn't close our garage because it was a carport and I wasn't gonna get my ass beaten for touching tools because of someone else. It was driving me mad. Finally, she agreed. That night, she would stay awake in the living room. I finally fell asleep before my mom did, but I remember her waking me up in a panic. She pointed to the window that overlooked into our garage. We see the top of someone's head as they walked back and forth. There was a sound of someone placing metal tools down by the brick steps, as if they were trying to be quiet, but couldn't fully muffle it. She whispered for me to wake up my dad. My dad was angry, having been woken up in the middle of the night by his frantic daughter. He grabbed his pistol and headed out from the back door towards the front of the house where the garage was. We heard my dad screaming and someone dropping tools, then the shot of the gun twice. The frantic footsteps pounding from the garage felt like they were coming from my chest. My mom peeked out the window, then opened the door, 
and then my dad stumbled in. He had missed both shots because of his unstable aim, but told us there was a man crouching at our front door looking at the door handle. None of us slept that night, and in the morning the law from the closest town arrived. They didn't do much besides ask if anything had been stolen, and for a description of the man, then they told us to install cameras. That was it. They said the guy was probably just looking for some easy things to steal, for quick money. If that had been the case, why hadn't he stolen the tools, the generator, the welder, or broken into any of the vehicles just sitting in the garage? We finally set up hunting trail cameras around the house, but nothing's happened since. Coming home from college on holidays, I still have nightmares about the incident years later when I sleep in my own bed. I don't know what he was looking for or why he did these things. Whatever the case may be, man at my window, let's not meet. So I'm a female living alone in a fairly safe apartment complex. I live on the fifth floor. On my floor, there's only my apartment, my neighbors, and a laundry room that had a washer and a dryer. I know most of the tenants in my building, except for my neighbor. He's only been living here for a week. I only know his name, but never talk to him. Only know that he's an older guy from talking to another neighbor. So around 8 tonight, someone rang my doorbell. Through the people, I saw a guy standing in front of my door, like mid-40s. I thought that's probably my neighbor. It's normal in our complex to go introduce yourself, so I thought that's what he wanted. I only opened the door a bit, you never know, and left the chain on. He saw me and smiled and said, Hi, but didn't say anything after that. I was already a bit confused, so I just said, Hi, how can I help you? He introduced himself as Bruno. Didn't say that he was my neighbor or anything, and I didn't say anything either. After a few seconds, he said, Don't be afraid, I don't bite. I was ready to yeet the door closed, because what the fuck? If someone tells you not to be afraid of him, there's definitely something to be afraid of. But before I could close it, he came really close to the door, almost squeezing his head in the gap. I should have slammed the door in his face at that point, but I was kind of shocked. Before I could do anything, he asked, Did you do this to my laundry? What? Did you do this to my laundry? At this point, I was super confused. I told him I don't know what he's talking about. He said something along the lines of, Well, come and have a look, and pointed to the laundry room. At that point, I noped the fuck out and slammed the door shut, double locked it, and called my boyfriend. I saw the guy stand in front of my door for at least another minute through the peephole before he finally left down the stairs. He didn't seem angry or anything. He just had this weird blank expression on his face. My boyfriend drove over to my place immediately. He checked for cars outside the complex, checked the stairwell, but didn't find the guy. We went back for the laundry he was talking about, but there weren't any. I know he didn't take it with him because I saw him leave without any and looked through the peephole the whole time till my boyfriend arrived. He asked me if I knew the guy, and I told him that initially I thought it was my neighbor, but wasn't sure. He went to ring the neighbor's doorbell, and I watched him through the door, and the guy that opened the door definitely wasn't the guy that rang my doorbell. He also didn't know anyone that matched the description. Honestly, this whole thing creeps me out so much. Like, what would have happened if I went with this guy into the laundry room? This happened a bit over a year ago, when I was 17 flatting with some friends. One night, we were all drinking and smoking weed in our flat, doing what normal teens do. I decided it was time to go to sleep. I collapsed on my bed at about 10pm, forgetting to close my curtains. Hours later, I woke up facing my window, since my bed is alongside it. Our fence is only a couple meters from my window, and next to our house we have an electronic store with a little shed attached to it that is almost right against the fence. Anyways, as I'm lying there, I notice something black on top of the shed. Since I'm still half asleep, I assume it's a cat, but as my eyes adjust, I take a longer look. I realize it's too big to be a cat. 
Suddenly it moves, and I realize it's a person sitting on the wall. I didn't think much of it, thinking they were probably having a smoke or something. So I get up and walk out of my room to get a drink of water. Two of my flatmates were still up, watching a movie. I tell them that someone was sitting out on the shed. They say, I must be imagining it, and I should go back to bed. I get my drink, check the time, it's 3am. I must be imagining it. Why would someone be out there at this time? I walk back down the hall to my bedroom, sure that I had imagined it. But as I walk into my doorway, I get the shock of my life. The person has now stood up and is standing on the fence directly in the middle of my window, only a few meters away from me. I can see it's a tall skinny man, all in black, with a hood. And he stood there motionless, staring at me. I stare back, frozen for a second, before finding my feet and running into my flatmate's room, which is next to mine. Her window and curtains were both open, but I can't see the man from her window. I wake her up and tell her what happened. It takes her a while to wake up enough to understand what I'm saying. Finally, she gets it, and I ask her to come back into my room. She agrees, and we both slowly peep around the doorway to see the man still standing at the same spot. We both freaked out and ran into the lounge to tell our other flatmates. They finally believed us and followed us to the room. At first, we can't see anything. The man is gone. But then I see him. He had walked down the fence and is now standing outside the lounge window. We all stand there and stare at him for what seems like an eternity. He doesn't move at all. Finally, one of the flatmates walks over to close the curtains. The second they do, we hear the man jump down. We all run outside, but it's too late, he's gone. The next night, I climbed onto the shed just to see how much of my room could be seen. And to my horror, you could see everything in my room, clear as day. It still gives me the creeps just thinking about how long he was up there and he could see me sleeping. We did report it to the cops, but never heard anything back. And I've never seen that man again. This summer, I decided to pick up some graveyard shifts at my current full-time job. Simply, it pays me more, and I'm a university student drowning in student debt. About two weeks ago, on a rare occasion that I got to sleep during the same time the sun is down, at 3.30 or 4 a.m., I was suddenly woken up by a loud sound. Me being half asleep, I honestly didn't know what the sound was exactly. I just chopped it up to being my neighbors dropping something because I live in an apartment with very thin walls. So I was just trying to go back to sleep. After about 10 minutes of me laying there with my eyes closed, I hear the sound again, but this time I'm pretty much awake so I realize what the sound is immediately. Someone was knocking on my window. For context, I'm a single female living alone in a basement suite, so my windows are basically level with the sidewalk. Anyways, Obviously, I'm freaked out. I don't know what the heck to do. I don't want to move or make any loud noises as I don't want them to know I'm home. I'm just frozen laying in this bed. I hear the knocking again. I instantly bolt up as my fight or flight kicks in and I run to the front door which has my keys and my pepper spray on it. The keys clink together and make a noticeable noise and the knocking starts to get more intense and loud. This is when I realized the window with the screen by my bed is almost all the way open because my cat likes to sit on the edge and I forgot to close it and lock it. I start to freak out already, having major anxiety. I start looking for my phone just in case I need to call the police. Me being clumsy and shaking from my anxiety, I drop my phone on the ground. Whoever's at my window proceeds to do what sounds like sliding his fingernails or a sharp object down the screen. I realize this person's intentions are either to come in or to scare me. So like a fucking idiot and not thinking, I run to the window as fast as I can. I slam it shut and lock it while avoiding looking outside at whatever it was. The knocking stops and I wait about 30 minutes without hearing any knocking. I lay back down and go right back to sleep. The next morning, I honestly couldn't even believe that happened to me. I started to think that maybe it was a dream. I go outside to investigate and see an empty beer bottle and a ripped blanket. 
I text my only friend who knows where I live and ask them if they're fucking with me. They said no, which I figured because they don't drive and live quite far away. The buses around my house stopped running well before 3 a.m. So I called my landlord and told him what happened. He says to ignore it and this happened before, which is fucking creepy. I obviously recognize now that I should have done things a lot differently and called the police right away. It hasn't happened since. Nevertheless, still super terrifying. I can't afford to move again, so creepy bro knocking on my window. Let's not meet again. So this whole thing began maybe two months ago. At an aunt's party, my sister comes up to me and says that she thinks someone has been coming into her house in the middle of the night. My sister has always been easily scared, so at first, I was skeptical. I asked her how she knew someone was coming into her house, whether she had actually seen anyone, etc. She told me that she hadn't seen anyone, but she knows for a fact that someone was in her house. She then went on to explain that she has a skybox downstairs, so whatever channel the TV's on downstairs is the same in her bedroom. I still didn't really buy what she was saying, but she seemed generally afraid. She claimed it had been going on for three months, on and off. To put her mind at ease, I told her that I would stay at her place for a few nights and wait to see if the guy comes. I took my younger brother along just to be safe. In all, we stayed at her place for four nights. In those four nights, nothing unusual happened. My brother and I were convinced that she was going crazy. My brother and I decided we had stayed long enough and told her that we had to go home. She got extremely upset about this. I reassured her and told her to call the police next time it happened. She had called the police once before about the guy and when the police came, they found no one in the house. I said that she can call me anytime she wanted and left for work. Two days later, she called me at 11.30 p.m. and claimed that he was downstairs in her house right now. I asked her how she knew and she said he's walking around the house she was whispering and crying. I knew she wasn't making this up. I could tell in her voice. I called my brother and told him to meet me at her house. I was on the phone with her the entire drive over to her place. I live about 10 minutes away. When I got there, my brother was parked outside. We both went to the back of the house. I was still on the phone with my sister. The first floor of the house was lit solely by the TV in the living room. As we approached the patio door, we saw a man sitting on the couch facing us. We were frozen solid, and my sister noticed that we went quiet and started asking us what was wrong and if we could see him. I told her to stay quiet and that we had it in hand. I then hung up the phone and called the police to explain the situation. The guy hadn't moved from the couch at all. The TV turned off when we were waiting for the cops. My brother and I majorly freaked out when that happened. We couldn't see anything downstairs. Then the hallway light turned on, meaning someone was on the stairs. We opened the patio door and ran up the stairs and caught the guy with his ear to her door. We kicked the shit out of him and got my sister out of the house. He had a knife in his coat pocket. The cops came maybe 10 minutes later. He could have killed her if he wanted to, which was outrageous. It turns out this guy was one of my mom's old boyfriends who had lived with us for a while in the 90s. He had been fond of my sister, but we never suspected it to be him. He hadn't contacted any of us in nearly a decade. My sister has moved back in with my mom and is undergoing therapy to get over what happened. Our stepdad, as he liked to call himself, was given three years in prison. We are doing our best to cut all ties with this man. This happened quite a few years ago, but I'll never forget it. One summer around 3 a.m., someone came pounding on my front door. Things were peaceful until that moment. Let me in, hurry, open the door. I don't have a gun, I won't hurt you. The whole time pounding on the door. My dad got up and went to answer the door, and something in me said not to let him in, so I stopped him. Instead, I turned on the porch light, and dad said, Wait there, I'll call the police for you. The guy took off. The police were still called. Apparently, that person had been running around the area doing the same thing to other people. They were caught the next day. 
I was in my bedroom studying for college finals late in the evening. I was short on time and feeling a bit stressed. The landline phone rang in my bedroom and I answered. A man says, I have been watching you and I know you're alone. I'm going to ask you some questions and you are going to answer them. If you don't, my friends and I are just down the street and I will come to hurt you very badly. So are you going to answer my questions? This was such a surprise. In reflex, I said, buddy, I don't have the time for this shit. And I slammed the phone down, hanging it up. I then started thinking about what he said and felt a bit scared. I knew I wasn't alone in the house. I decided to hang out with my parents in the living room for a while. I felt safer with them. So this happened about four years ago. My dad works nights, so I'm home alone until about 2.30 in the morning most days. We live in a pretty quiet area where people usually keep to themselves. One night, about 1 in the morning, there was a knock on the door, and when I checked the peephole, there was a young woman with a car parked near the curb in front of our house. I answered, and she looked really young, maybe 15 or 16, or just looked very youthful. In short, she looked like she was barely old enough to be driving. She told me that she was having car troubles and asked if I could come check it out and possibly give her a jump. At the time, I didn't drive, have my own car, or know very much about cars, so I was of little help, but offered to call someone if she needed a AAA or a tow service. She declined, but kept on insisting that I check out her lights on her dashboard to see if it was normal. At this point, I just didn't want to go outside with a stranger. So I politely informed her that I would be little to no help because I had zero knowledge of cars. I went back inside but kept looking through the peephole. She opened the back door, got in the back seat, and the car drove off. Instantly, it made my stomach drop and had me extremely freaked out. I was kind of distraught, thinking about the real reason she approached my house, who was driving, and it left me confused and frightened. I spent the next few days a little on edge because I was afraid they may return knowing that someone is in here or that I was alone. I also think of the girl and who she was. I wish I had a video doorbell at the time so I could find out if she was a victim of some sort. I don't know. It still bothers me a lot and it's eerie as hell. A few months ago, I was sitting on my porch, enjoying a peaceful afternoon. I live out in the country, my closest neighbors being over a mile away, just my dog and I watching squirrels run across the dirt road. About mid-afternoon, a fellow stops out by the road and asks to enter my yard. I wave him in, seems like a decent enough guy. As he approached the steps, my dog moved to block him. The dog was growling lowly and his hair was standing up on his back. This was unusual. The man asked if he would bite. I replied, he's meaner than hell. He isn't mean and has never bit anyone, but this guy doesn't need to know that. So he stands in my yard and introduces himself as the son of my neighbor down the road. He has moved back home to live with his mom, who is getting up in age. We make pleasant small talk back and forth, my dog staying between us. He doesn't take his eyes off the stranger. He isn't growling, but the hair on his back is still standing. This puts me on edge as well. I bid him a good day and walk into my house. After watching him drive away, I do a search of the name he gave me. It doesn't take long to find out that he's a registered sex offender. I felt shivers down my spine. Being that I have a wife and a teenage daughter, I felt it necessary to call this man's mother. I told her to inform him not to be around my place anymore. I've always heard that dogs can spot the bad in people. I believe it now. Good boy. This happened last night, about a quarter after midnight. I was in my bed when I heard frantic knocking. I walked out of my bedroom while the knocking continued and heard a woman saying, Please help me, along with crying, but it was faint. I looked at the people and no one was there, and no other doors were being knocked on, just mine, which was odd in itself because I live on the third floor. Why would someone walk all this way up to my apartment if it was in distress? 
I think it was a recording, because if someone really needed help, they would be banging on everyone's door. I called the police immediately, and the dispatcher told me not to open the door, and if I had a weapon. I've heard of this tactic before, but slightly different, as it was a recording of a baby crying. Just insane while thinking about the statistics of stranger abductions usually result in murder. Also, just so sick to try to prey on someone's empathy. The police drove by. I saw them using their spotlight to look through the complex. But as of now, I have no idea if anyone was found, or by chance was hurt, if they found her. I barely slept with all the possibilities of how this person found me, where they saw me, when they followed me, or if they live in the complex. I am 4'10", live alone, and don't know many people in my area. No family close either. Have they been watching me and know all of this? I mean, it's just making me go crazy. Stay vigilant, don't fall for these tactics, and know that not everything you read on the internet is false. I heard about this a couple years ago, and wonder if I hadn't already been aware of this. Would I have opened the door? Where would I be right now? Would I be alive? This world is fucked. Update, 2.57pm. I have talked with management to let me know what was going on. As of right now, no one else reported to them of anything similar happening. I'm going to contact the police again for an update. I was directed to another PD, but they weren't the ones that responded to the call. I know it takes time for these reports to be filed, so I'm trying to be patient. I just want to know if this happened to anyone else. I've ordered a ring camera and will be picking it up shortly. At least I could get on video if they come back, and it will help me sleep better. As far as it being a prank, it absolutely could be, but I would be more inclined to believe it if it happened to other women in the apartment. Maybe it has, but they haven't said anything. One side of the coin, it's a very cruel prank and I shouldn't worry about it. The other is that someone has been watching me and had something sinister in mind. Horrifying to think that someone would pull an elaborate prank like this or real world things that happen that we never think could happen to us. With guns and self-defense class, I will be getting both of these, but they will take time and a lot of money. I don't just want to get a cheap gun with no training. That won't help much. It will be something I will invest my time and money into. But for the short security, I can really only get a ring camera and stay updated with a PD. Thanks everyone for your helpful tips, like the neighborhood app and gun safety. I appreciate it so much during this very scary time. Update 2. I have my ring camera installed and working. I feel much safer knowing that if they come back, I can at least have a recording of them. I know I need to talk to my neighbors, but right now I'm exhausted from no sleep and still spooked, so I'll do that tomorrow. Also, hopefully the police report will be filed tomorrow so I can talk to a deputy about this, see if there's any update. Back when I was in college, I finally got my own car. My usual Friday nights were taking my cousins and my brother to my old high school's football games since we were all fans of sports. The games would usually end around 9.30 and after we got done with our late night fast food joint run, the time would be around 10.30pm. Whenever I drop someone off at their house, regardless of what time of the day it is or how much of a rush I'm in, I always make sure to sit in my car until I see them enter their house. My mom and dad were the ones that always engraved this into my head because doing this ensured that they actually got home safely. My mom's fears were that they didn't have a key to get in and they were locked out of their own home. And far worse, there was someone menacing hiding behind one of the bushes or against a wall far out of sight. So anyway, the time was around 10.30 and I pull up to my last cousin's house. The passenger side of my car that my cousin's sitting in is facing directly in front of his house's driveway. So as my cousin is gathering his stuff, I glance over to my aunt's house to see if there is anything or anyone around. That's when I see my uncle is underneath my aunt's car doing some car work, or so I thought. Before my cousin steps out of the car, I take a closer look and I now know that this man is not my uncle. I pull my cousin back into the car and tell him, Look, who is that? He is frightened at seeing this and I tell him to call his dad to make sure it wasn't him. 
As he does, I pull the car to the other side of the street, just in case things go bad. His dad comes out as fast as he could, and now he and I are confronting the man underneath my aunt's car. The man is way underneath the car, as his legs were the only body part that isn't under the car. As it turns out, it was just a homeless man who had a few drinks as he was slurring his words. We kept trying to tell him that he needed to leave. I know this man meant no harm, but I tell this story as a cautionary tale as why you should always make sure to scan the area or wait for your family members, friends, or whoever you're dropping off to make sure they enter the house safely. I've never really had anything like this happen to me before, so I'm not sure if perhaps I'm overthinking it. I'm a relatively short girl. Yesterday at around 5am, my girlfriend had ordered some DoorDash. We always put a leave it at the door option, especially when it's in the morning. So it just turns into a matter of waiting for the DoorDasher to leave. However, the guy I got yesterday scared the hell out of me. We had gotten a DoorDash notification that our food was dropped off, ready for pickup. I was just about to walk out when I noticed that he was just standing there, not on his phone, not trying to see if he was at the right house, nothing, no kind of movement. I was a bit confused, so I told my girlfriend. I asked if she had put the leaf at the door option, and she had. I waited a bit before she decided to call and remind him to just leave it there. He never answered. Ignored every call, every text, even hung up on her. It wasn't even him trying to steal my food. If that were the case, he would have just drove off. He spent a while waiting, and at one point, I almost went out when I no longer saw him, but realized he was just in his car, across the street, waiting. He hadn't even left the food over the fence. He just took it with him while he waited in his car. He then drove off angrily. Almost like he was upset that I didn't go out to see. That was around the same time he hung up on my girlfriend. Both times that he waited, outside the fence and in his car, it lasted about 10 to 15 minutes. I have no doubt that something was up with this guy. I'm a 38 year old female. When I was 18, I lived in a detached garage apartment that had the second apartment upstairs. My apartment was in infancy and only had walls without doors to separate the rooms. The second floor was being renovated and no one rented it. At night, I would hear footsteps that sounded like it came from upstairs. I could hear someone going up and down the stairs outside at night. One time, I put my St. Bernard on a tie out to potty. I went outside when I heard scratching on the steps to find her wrapped around the stairs in a way she couldn't have done herself. I started having friends stay over because I thought I was imagining things since it was my first time living alone. One night I was laying in bed when I heard a noise that woke me up. I looked up half awake and saw a shadowy figure at the foot of my bed. I could see the outline of what looked like a thin man or woman with shaggy hair and a top hat. I told myself that I was just being paranoid and imagining things. I grabbed a hold of my dog covered us up with a blanket telling myself it wasn't real. A few weeks later, my car had a baseball thrown through the window. I was out taping up my window and the neighbor came to talk to me, a young couple that rented a house on the same lot. I asked her if she knew if our landlord had either been working on the upstairs unit or maybe rented it out because I kept hearing noises. She told me no and offered to have her husband go take a look at the upstairs unit. While he was expecting it, she starts telling me to be aware of homeless men who have been seen in the alley behind us. I ask her to describe him, and she tells me that he's tall, thin, dirty long hair, and is always wearing a funny hat, like the Mad Hatter. The husband comes back and tells me that the door was unlocked, but the floor isn't done in the apartment, so there's no possible way someone could be up there, because there's no place to step. I called my mom, and she helped me move. While I was loading the U-Haul, I found three house keys in a random place in my yard. All of them went to my door. I'm pretty sure there was a dude just living with me, and I had no idea. I went to college in a historic mid-sized city in Florida, and at the time I lived in a duplex downtown, maybe three blocks from campus. 
The city is known for being pretty safe, and I lived in a pretty decent area with large, historic homes near me. The story takes place around three years ago. The duplex I lived in had a front door that locked, and then both the upstairs and downstairs units had their own locking door. I lived downstairs and had two roommates, but this night, only one of my roommates was home. We knew the girls that lived upstairs, but only spoke to them in passing. When they moved in, we empathized how important it is for them to keep the main front door locked, and they did a good job of doing so. So me and my roommate are in for the night, knowing the front door is locked, and we smoke a few joints, and quickly realize that the girls upstairs ordered a pizza. Later on, it becomes evident that they never locked the front door after receiving their pizza. So we finally go to sleep in our rooms, and since I had a queen bed, I would often sleep with my phone and laptop next to me in the bed. A couple hours after I fell asleep, I woke up to a man standing over my bed. As soon as I realize I'm not dreaming, I notice that he's quickly moving my phone and computer off my bed and moving my comforter, trying to get in my bed. I start to ask him who he is and what he's doing here, and I'm just generally confused. I was still high from before I went to sleep. The only thing he said to me multiple times was that he was just trying to get into bed. At this point, I begin to panic as my mind obviously goes to the worst. I was hoping that maybe my roommate had invited some random Tinder guy over and he had gone into the wrong room. But the more I questioned him, all he had to say is, I'm just trying to get into bed. I own pepper spray and a stun gun, but I accidentally left them on the shelf that the guy was standing right in front of so there's no way I would be able to grab them without escalating the situation. Realizing I need to do something quickly, I blurted out, There are five people who live in this house. Get the fuck out of here now. I will scream and they will come in seconds. Luckily, that was all it took to scare him off. I don't know if he had brought something with him or he stole something from me, but I saw him grab something in the dark and run out. As soon as he left my room, I shut my door and locked it and tried to find my phone. I couldn't find it anywhere, but then quickly realized that between my room and the front door is a room of my friend that was home. As scared as I was, I was just terrified that the guy had maybe gone into her room, so I got my stun gun and pocket knife, counted to three, and ripped open my door. I ran into my roommate's room. She was fast asleep, with no evidence of the guy. I told her what happened, and she asked me if I was sure that I wasn't dreaming. I began to question it myself until I walked out of her room and saw that our front door was wide open. I went in my room to search for my phone and finally found where it was hidden under a pile of clothes. The pile was across the room from where I left it. That sent a chill up my spine as I immediately knew for a fact that someone had been in my house and my room while I was sleeping and long enough to hide my phone which only worsened my suspicions of his intentions. I ran back to my roommate's room who at that point believed me. We barricaded ourselves in the room and called 911. Within minutes, there were police cars swarming our streets and policemen in our yard that yelled for us to leave quickly and run towards them. At least a dozen police officers came running in and searched every inch of our apartment. I also woke up the girls upstairs and searched their apartment to ensure the man had left. The officer then had me write a statement and give him the description of the man. And to this day, I never heard a single thing about that case. I feel incredibly lucky with the outcome of the situation, but the thought of his intentions terrifies me. And additionally, the fact that he was never caught scares me. I would hate for anyone else to have to go through the pure fear that I did. I will add, there is a chance that he was on drugs or mentally ill and had no bad intentions. However, because he was never caught, I will never know, and my mind will always assume the worst. To the man that now keeps me up at night, let's not meet again. This summer, I decided to pick up some graveyard shifts at my current full-time job. Simply it pays me more, and I'm a university student drowning in student debt. About two weeks ago on a rare occasion that I got to sleep during the same time the sun is down, at 3.30 or 4am, I was suddenly woken up by a loud sound. Me being half asleep, I honestly didn't know what the sound was exactly. I just chopped it up to be my neighbors dropping something because I live in an apartment with very thin walls 
so I was just trying to go back to sleep. After about 10 minutes of me laying there with my eyes closed, I hear the sound again, but this time I'm pretty much awake so I realize what the sound is immediately. Someone was knocking on my window. For context, I'm a single female living alone in a basement suite, so my windows are basically level with the sidewalk. Anyways, obviously I'm freaked out. I don't know what the heck to do. I don't want to move or make any loud noises as I don't want them to know I'm home. I'm just frozen laying in this bed. I hear the knocking again. I instantly bolt up as my fight or flight kicks in and I run to the front door which has my keys and my pepper spray on it. The keys clink together and make a noticeable noise and the knocking starts to get more intense and loud. This is when I realize the window with the screen by my bed is almost all the way open because my cat likes to sit on the edge and I forgot to close it and lock it. I start to freak out already, having major anxiety. I start looking for my phone just in case I need to call the police. Me being clumsy and shaking from my anxiety, I drop my phone on the ground. Whoever's at my window proceeds to do what sounds like sliding his fingernails or a sharp object down the screen. I realize this person's intentions are either to come in or to scare me. So like a fucking idiot and not thinking, I run to the window as fast as I can. I slam it shut and lock it while avoiding looking outside at whatever it was. The knocking stops and I wait about 30 minutes without hearing any knocking. I lay back down and go right back to sleep. The next morning, I honestly couldn't even believe that happened to me. I started to think that maybe it was a dream. I go outside to investigate and see an empty beer bottle and a ripped blanket. I text my only friend who knows where I live and ask them if they're fucking with me. They said no which I figured because they don't drive and live quite far away. The buses around my house stopped running well before 3am. So I called my landlord and told him what happened. He says to ignore it and this happened before which is fucking creepy. I obviously recognize now that I should have done things a lot differently and called the police right away. It hasn't happened since, nevertheless still super terrifying. I can't afford to move again, so creepy bro knocking on my window, let's not meet again. This happened in 2018, probably around 10 o'clock at night. My sister, 15 at the time, and myself female and 18 at the time, played volleyball together for our high school and obviously we'd ride home together after our games. Our mom was probably about 10 minutes behind us. I live about 30 minutes outside of town in a little neighborhood out in the country. So all my neighbors and I lived down gravel roads. The neighborhood had no streetlights so it was pitch dark outside except for my car headlights. As we were pulling up and turned onto the gravel road, we noticed a guy in a black hoodie standing by our neighbor's mailbox. Of course, I stopped the car and we both stared at the strange person. We knew it wasn't one of our neighbors because we lived there our whole lives and none of our neighbors would be out taking a walk in the middle of the night. So it was definitely weird. As we're staring at this person, they start walking towards my car and I obviously freak out. A whip a U-turn out of the driveway and book it down the neighborhood. I could have just turned into our driveway and went home but didn't want the person to follow us because we were just two teenage girls and would have been home alone until my mom got there. I called my grandma who lives five minutes away and explained our situation and went to her house. We called my mom and also told her not to go home and that we were at my grandma's house. My grandma called our neighbor and they called the sheriff but the guy was gone. We went back home and ended up sleeping in the same bed just in case this creepy guy came back. It was definitely a creepy unsettling encounter because who knows what this person wanted or if they would have followed my car down the driveway and potentially did something to my sister and I. I'm just glad I turned around and left. Never saw this person again. I'm a female. About seven years ago, I still lived with my grandparents in their small rural home. My grandparents had gone on a two-week trip and I decided to stay home so I could bask in the alone time. About a week into the trip and my alone time, my dog, a little toy poodle, started going nuts at the patio door. 
He's not a guard dog per se, but he's a great watchdog. I thought it was weird because he was just standing in front of the patio door, growling his little head off. My dog never growls like that. He barks at possums, raccoons, but he doesn't growl. He really sounded like he wanted to hurt someone. I knew something was up, so I made my way towards the door when I hear voices. The curtains were closed, so I couldn't see anything, but I could distinctly hear two male voices on my back deck. I then saw the handle of the door messed with, like someone was trying to pick the lock. I freaked out internally, to be honest, but for some reason, I was very calm externally. I simply walked over to the gun cabinet, retrieved my grandpa's revolver, made sure it was loaded, and then returned to the patio door. I thought my voice would shake when I spoke up because the voice in my head was shaking, but my physical voice was extremely calm, cold, and collected. I don't know how to explain it really. I was a completely different person for all about three minutes. To this day, I remember exactly what I said. I have a gun, it's loaded, the safety is off, and I won't miss. I had barely finished my sentence when I heard frantic scrambling, then I heard a truck start. I got to the front window in time to see a truck pull out of the driveway and speed off. I have no idea how I didn't hear them when they pulled up in the first place. Obviously, they weren't looking to run into anyone. My car was in the shop at the time, so no vehicle parked in the driveway. I often keep my lights off to save on the electric bill and was only using the light in the room I was in. My room at the time had blackout curtains, so they wouldn't have seen any light. They must have assumed no one was home. The whole night was a surreal experience for me. It remains one of the most detailed memories I have. Okay, so this just happened 30 minutes ago, and I don't know what to think about it, but I'm still absolutely on pins and needles as I type this. So I live in a nicer suburb in a good-sized apartment complex that for some reason has weird encounters. I've had plenty of creepy things happen to me, but the one from tonight is the one that spooked me enough to actually sit, write about it, and share it. A little background to help you see how off it was for me to be so afraid so fast. I enjoy researching and learning about the darker sides of people and wanted to be a forensic psychologist or a profiler for the FBI. Neither of those panned out, but I'm very aware of people and odd behaviors because of it. I'm also very paranoid and I'm always trying my best to make it as hard as possible for any would-be person looking to harm me to be able to do that. So naturally, my alarm bells work very, very well. It was about 12.30 a.m. at night and I was taking my dog for the last potty break before bed. The buzzer that rings in my apartment to be let in is broken, of course. So we, my boyfriend and I, take our keys out with us to come back in. I was too lazy and didn't bring them in, thinking I would just call him to buzz me in. As I walked down the stairs, I had literally said to myself, almost in a joking way, what if someone weird is outside and I don't have my keys and can't get inside in time if he runs at me? I'm now chilling outside of the main door, maybe six to eight feet away. I'm under the light and have a lit cigarette and my dog is going to do his business. If you look behind me, it's very lit up with lights, so it's pretty visible. And if you look in front of me, it's dark from some of the lights that haven't been fixed recently. There's one light that works, but it's a dull and mostly orangey color that doesn't help much. I'm finishing my sig, looking in the direction of the orange light, which is off to the side a bit and away from another apartment building entrance next to me, 100 feet away. Usually there's people walking around the complex at any time of day or night, but at that moment, I was totally alone and it was silent. All of a sudden, there's a movement and a person comes out from behind a tree that is behind the orange light I told you about. The person teeters left to right and the hair on my neck stands straight up it was very jarring, as this person was not standing in a spot you would expect to see someone at 12.30 a.m. alone with no dog, phone in hand, or SIG. It doesn't sound as creepy as I type this up, but it was really about the person's placement and behavior. It was like the person moved side to side like the wacky waving inflatable tube man that you see at crappy car dealerships but with no flailing arms. 
He also wasn't standing at the building entrance at all. He was standing off to the side in the grass, but he also wasn't close enough to one of the ground floor apartments to be coming out or in of one. He was all of a sudden there, alone, and doesn't have anything with him or around him that would justify what he was doing. I was shocked that I was so terrified of this person's presence and odd stance so suddenly, as I never felt anything like this before, and I'm not the type of person that gets spooked by much of anything. I'm walking sideways to my main door, and the person is simultaneously sidestepping and crouches behind a bush. I can't see him any longer. At this point, I am alarmed as shit, and I sprint walk back to my building's main door. I push the buzzer, because sometimes it works. Of course, it doesn't work. Don't forget that I don't have my keys to let myself in, and this person hid himself. I call my boyfriend, and luckily he picks up right away, as we do this main door thing often. I barely say anything but, let me in now, over and over again, as I'm watching in the direction of where the man or person was at, so afraid that he'll run at me at any minute. Coincidentally, the same fucking thought I had when I walked down the steps in the beginning. The door buzzed and let me tell you that I flew up those steps. My boyfriend had been waiting for me since he heard something wrong in my voice on the phone. I bolt my door twice and start looking out the window with my fight or flight still going through the roof. Anticlimactic ending. I don't see anything while I watch but my brain is still telling me to be on alert and I cannot sleep. Basically like Skyrim when you can't sleep when your enemies are near. I know nothing happened to me but my gut is absolutely telling me that something wasn't right and I was unsafe. I don't know what to think but it worries me and I can't explain why. Update for answering questions. My dog is my right hand man for most things but he's a small 30 pound 11 year old husky mix and wouldn't save me from a squirrel.